should have an alert. All right. We are live. It is Friday. TGIF. Thank God it is Friday, right? Amen. 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 <laughs> Going into the weekend. And uh hey, it's been a couple weeks since I've seen you guys. So uh I was I was out last week and uh we had some technical difficulties last week. Um and uh, we, apolog we apologize for that. Um, but we're glad to be back and uh diving into a new series this for the next what six, seven weeks, James, I think it's gonna be. So I don't have any vacations planned, so I, we shouldn't miss anything. Well, we do. <laughs> we do. We do. Oh, well. I guess now's a good time to tell you. Yeah, we're yeah. not available September the 1st. Well, that's okay. That'll be pretty close to Labor Day weekend. So That is Labor Day weekend. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure a lot of people won't be uh, available that, that week. But anyway, we're glad to be here. Um, we're going to be diving into this new series called The Armor of God. And this evening, we are going to start with the belt of truth and I'm very excited to talk about this. We've mentioned this over several previous episodes that uh, the armor of God is a, such an intriguing topic. Um, and it's just an amazing um, realization of what the tools and resources that the Bible and what the Holy spirit and God gives us. Um, and we are going to spend a, each uh, week talking about each one of these because they're that important. Um, they're that important for us to understand in the world we live in, in a sinful world um, that and with the all the false teachings and all the lies and deception and all the things that are going on in the world, we as Christians have to stand firm in God's word. And therefore, you know, through the Holy Spirit, we are given the armor of God to help uh, protect us. And we're going to dig into how we equip the armor of God. Um, and we're going to start with the belt of truth tonight. So James, I'm excited. Um, what do you want to lead into before we got a short video? So what do you want to sort of prelude into our conversation this evening? Well, I can't wait to really, really get dig digging into this. It's going to be, it's going to be good. I know you, you you're going to help you all I can. Um, I guess prelude into it is uh you know last week i was talking about being uh peculiar um peculiar is not weird peculiar is god's possession he doesn't say we're to be peculiar he said we are where he is uh peter tells us that um and i've been learning that a lot lately i think last week part of my problem was the story wasn't ready but i've been hanging out with some folks this week that uh uh had i been peculiar been weird they wouldn't have hang, hang hang out with me but now they respect me i can actually talk to them we have conversations and and uh been having some good interaction with a lot of people this week uh that's awesome just being myself but anyway that comes from putting on the armor of god uh, not only do we have to be uh defensive but we also have to be offensive uh, yeah and uh yeah we battle it is it's it's an everyday battle and uh you know it's something that we have to be ready for um and god you know calls us to be warriors um and be uh disciples and to spread the gospel and to share the good news uh, regardless of the aspect and the view of the world around us and uh that does make us peculiar you know when we speak truth and um tell what the Bible says, sometimes that's not always the most popular opinion. And, exactly. uh, you know, a lot of times that opens us up to scrutiny, scrutiny, uh, opens us up to uh, being judged to judgment. Um, and it can lead to, you know, oh, you're just a Bible thumper or, you right. know, oh, you're just, a, you're a hypocrite because you're, you're, you're a peculiar. sinner. Just like, <laughs> you're peculiar. Yeah. So, I mean, um, but, you know, that's what the Bible teaches us. And through the power of the Holy Spirit and with the armor of God, um, we're able to navigate those situations, navigate those conversations um, while speaking truth uh, into them and uh, to no help. Opinions. What? No opinions. No, we know what opinions are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I swear we're going to get that in every episode. But Got uh to. Yeah, so no opinions, just speaking uh, the truth from God's word and being able to share that with others and help them 
develop and lead them to a relationship with Jesus Christ so that they can know the truth. Um, and as the Bible says, the truth will set you free. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. So um, we're going to go ahead and watch this video. It's about three minutes. Uh, it's from our great friends at gotquestions.org. And uh, we are going to learn more about that. What's up? And in this series, anybody that's watching, anybody wants to be involved and has input, please go ahead and join us. This is going to be a lot. It's going to be a stretched out deal here. And it's going to be a good one for everybody to get in on. Yeah. And we want you guys also to engage. If you got questions, if you got um, if you got comments, if you got prayer requests, uh, please um, add those into into the uh, chat. We would love to hear back from you um, and hear what God's speaking to you. And uh, we want you know, this is really um, what you get out of it is what you put into it. And uh, we've done our homework. We've you know spent a lot of time this week in, pr in prayer and preparation. Uh, and we're going to let the Holy Spirit move. Uh, but it's it's definitely um, your opportunity as well to learn from this and to allow us allow us to uh, encourage you, allow us to pray for you. And uh, we definitely want to do that. So watch the video, and uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the conversation here in just a few minutes. Today's question is, what is the belt of truth? In this video, I'll answer that question from a biblical perspective. Then afterwards, as always, I'll share some helpful resources. So stick around until the end. The belt of truth is the first piece of the full armor of God to be listed in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17. The passage begins with the admonition from the Apostle Paul to be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. This is the key to understanding the armor of God. All the pieces of the armor belong to him and come from him. Truth, righteousness, the gospel, faith, and salvation are all gifts of God to his people for their defense. All except the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, verse 17, are defensive in nature. All are designed to help us stand against the schemes of the devil. Verse 11. The belt of truth is the first part of the armor listed because without truth, we are lost and the schemes of the devil will surely overpower us. It is fitting that the belt of truth is the first piece of the whole armor of God. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. John chapter 14, verse 6. And it is only through him that we come to God. Therefore, truth is of the utmost importance in the life of a Christian. Without truth, the rest of the armor would be of no use to us because we would not have the spirit of truth. John chapter 15, verse 26. In referring to the whole armor of God, Paul invokes the image of a soldier ready for battle. The belt of a Roman soldier in Paul's day was not a simple leather strap such as we wear today. It was a thick heavy leather and metal band with a protective piece hanging down from the front of it. The belt held the soldier's sword and other weapons. The belt of truth of the spiritual armor holds the sword of the spirit, linking truth and the word of God. The word of God is truth. Depending on the translation of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14, we are to fasten the belt of truth around us, ISV. Buckle the truth around our waist, NIV. Gird our waist with truth, NKJV, or gird our loins with truth, NASB. No matter the wording, we are to actively lay hold of the truth and use it. The belt of truth is a crucial piece of defensive armor, guarding our inmost being in the battle against the lies and deceptions of the enemy. Without an understanding of truth, we are less vulnerable to being carried about by every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men, by craftiness in deceitful scheming. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. The belt of truth protects us and prepares us for the battle that is part of every Christian's life. Want to learn more? Subscribe so you don't miss the next video. Visit gotquestions.org for more great content and check out the details section below this video. There's one book I recommend along with several links to related questions. If you'd like to learn about Bible Munch or if you're interested in bite-sized devotionals, subscribe to Bible Munch on YouTube. It's linked right here. Now remember, if you've got questions, the Bible has answers and we'll help you find them. I'm muted. So, hey, the belt of truth. So, 
So what an awesome video and a great introduction. Um, and there we go. So James, if you would share with us your thoughts on the video. And uh, I know uh, previous to the, uh, us jumping on tonight, you were talking about the belt and of truth and how it differed from what they in included in the video about it being uh, a piece of the armor um, in, a, in a Roman soldiers back in the day. So why don't you elaborate on that? And then uh, I'm going to jump into the other portions of the video where it talks about the truth and how we can equip it. Yeah, I think what we were talking about prior to the video was that the uh, the, the belt of truth or or when they dressed for battle, the part of the armor, the belt was actually attached to the breastplate. Um, and it says without one, one without the other was no good. So I think she's got it over here where you got it. Oh, um, just a note here that says the soldier's belt served as the foundation of his armor, holding his sword and his breastplate. It's like a policeman's tool belt. It's yeah. all the tools that it takes, you know, the, the, the defense, the, uh, well, he told us in the video, defensive tools. the defensive tools are in the belt. Yeah. Um, we only have one offensive tool. Yep, and I can't wait to talk about that one. The one offensive. <laughs> so it's awesome, you know, from a from a visual standpoint to think about that, you know, and to think about the reality of of what we're talking about and what they talked about in the video is that, you know, if you think about it, you know, there's six of there's six pieces of the armor. Five of them are meant for defense. Mm -hmm. One of them is meant for offense. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, we're going to be, you know, doing more defending as Christians, more defending of our faith, more defending of the truth than we are out there slaying dragons or fighting, or, you know, fighting giants, um, you know, as David and Goliath with a slingshot, you know, we're going to be playing more defense than we are offense. But, and we'll but, get into it, but a lot of those things that we're going to be fighting are, I was reading it somewhere and I'm just going off the top of my head. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of those things that we're going to be fighting though are, our minds yeah our mind even more than other other people our minds is our biggest enemy well, well yeah because when jesus is in your heart the enemy can't penetrate your heart right because yeah. you know you've got this you've got the holy spirit living within you whereas the only thing that the enemy can play with is your mind um and so yeah i can't wait for that conversation um and so talking about the specifically about the belt of truth go ahead Jody, before you go into the belt, the, the I can't even talk the belt. You mentioned there's five, six including the sword. Okay, mm -hmm. you have to remember too, none of those cover the backside. They're yep. all to move forward. Nothing. There's nothing, nothing covering the backside back. because God never intended for us to retreat. Amen to that. That's right. We are to fight the battle head on. And defending Go ahead, our way through. Raise our hands when we're ready to talk. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So yeah, and you bring up the good point, and um, you know, it talks about. Uh, I said mentioned before the video uh, that the truth will set you free, and actually in John eight, uh, verse thirty two, it says, "You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free." And us before we accept Christ, and as new believers before we accept Jesus as our Savior, it talks about in the video how that without truth, we are vulnerable. Without truth, we are susceptible to the, to the enemy and he's basically using us as a tool for his evil and his doing. Whereas when we become followers of Christ and we accept Jesus and we equip the belt of truth, then that is no longer the case. When we accept Christ, we are no longer susceptible or as susceptible uh, to the work of the enemy. And therefore, that starts with the belt of truth. And the belt of truth is referenced to God's word. God's word is the truth. And it is very clear in the Bible um, that it talks about that. And it talks about the spirit of truth. And in John 16, verse 13, which was I believe was referenced in the video, 
It says, but when the spirit of truth comes, he will lead you into all truth. He will not speak his own words. He will speak only what he hears and will tell you what will happen in the future. So when we equip the belt of truth, we are equipping the power of the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us and to help speak to us and tell us what the things that we hear and discern what is to be true and what is not. What are your thoughts on that, James? Jody? I was actually looking at, I was still over here in John 8, uh, 32. Um, Breaking out the King James? <laughs> actually, yes. <laughs> because I've got notes on the bottom. And what I do is look to see the, the stuff that you referenced, if it's in the notes down here. And 832 happens to be. Uh, you just went to, what was the one you went to? 13. Oh, John 16, 13. Yeah, that's what I just referenced. We're talking about the spirit of truth. Yep. Yeah, I was just, I always look to see if there's references. And uh, that I was still in the 830 times slower than you. So <laughs> you caught me. Sorry. No, you're good. And, and to be honest, I'm trying to look and, and, and see what, the, the comments in case we need to bring something out as we're talking. Yeah. We'd love to hear your thoughts as well. So, um, what's the Holy spirit saying to you? Um, how can, you know, are you familiar with the belt of truth and are you reading God's word daily? Um, are you applying it to your lives? Um, when you face challenges, um, and you know, uh, cross paths, you know, different avenues of direction. And, you know, are you leaning on the Holy Spirit and praying over these things? That's how we equip the belt of truth um, is through prayer and God's word is how we equip it. And the question is, is are we using it and are we using it to its fullest potential? Um, because the Bible, you know, as they talked about in the video, the Bible is very clear that, you know, we still sin um, and that we still will have the enemy as James alluded to, you know, with the ability to play with our mind. Um, and that can create deception in our minds. And we have to be able to equip the belt of truth to really know what, based on what God's word said is the truth versus what the enemy is trying to tell us. Go ahead. Well, you know, talking about the, the, the mind, uh, just in, my own experience you know i've said it before your emotions are like this they're also our biggest liars i tell everybody i'm my own worst enemy because i'm very critical of myself but in having the truth uh, we have to discern between what is actually from god's word and what is actually the lie that we're we're dealing with? Um, just off the top of my head, in my own experience, I could probably tell you fifteen hundred times I got saved because I believed the lie that yes, God was serious when I prayed and repented, but was I? That was the lie that I went through for so long and having to to learn and, and study and, and understand uh, you know what I who I was beginning to serve and whose uh, daughter I am now. Mm -hmm. Um and in, 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 in learning and in studying and in, in getting into the truth, the lies are easier to pick out now. Yeah. And somebody mentioned in our, in our chat, John 10, 27, where it says, my sheep hear my voice and know them and they follow me. That's very true. And as a new believer, you know, it, it, the more we dig into God's word and the more that we discern and pray, the clearer that voice becomes um, and the Holy Spirit becomes clearer and clearer the, the further we walk with him and th the louder that voice becomes versus the voice of the enemy. 
in our lives. So therefore, it, 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 it automatically allows us with the belt of truth, allowing us to know the difference between when the Holy Spirit is speaking to us and when the enemy is speaking to us. And that is the exact representation of what we're talking about right now with putting on the belt of truth is that because until we fully understand the difference of the truth and what God's word says and standing on that, it becomes confusing. It can become confusing and it can create a lot of anxiety and a lot of misunderstanding. Whereas when we refer to God's word and we're walking in faith and with the Holy Spirit, the, the, it's just like it's just like a marriage. And we've said this several times, right? The more you pour into it, the better you know the person that you're joined together with, because it talks about, you know, in the Bible that a marriage is to become one. Right. The same thing with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus Christ as our savior, that when we are in a covenant with him, the closer we draw to him, the closer we become to him, the, the better that relationship is and the louder uh, that, that we are able to interpret him speaking to us versus what the enemy says. So absolutely, um, absolutely the, uh, the representation that we're trying to uh, explain here. Uh, I do want to go to Ephesians 5 because as we were talking about the, you know, the armor of God, we are in the book of Ephesians. Um, and it talks about here in Ephesians 5, verses 6, it says, Don't let anyone fool you with words that are not true. God gets very angry when people don't obey him. Talk like that. So it actually says in verse 7, so don't have anything to do with them, actually. Uh, and then verse eight, it goes, it says, in the past, you were full of darkness, but now you're full of the light of the Lord. So live like children who belong to the light. The light produces every kind of goodness, right living and truth. To learn what pleases the Lord, have no part in the things that people in darkness do. And I'm going to stop right there just for a second. So it's very clear what the what the ephesians is talking about here and the bible is saying is that we are the light of the world you know through our acceptance of jesus christ so therefore the light pierces through the darkness just like the truth pierces through a lie so we are to walk in that light and learn what pleases the lord and that is the things that in order to do that we can't no longer take part in the things that were in our previous life that were going on that were in the darkness so we have to separate ourselves and as james alluded to earlier become peculiar uh in knowing that we are different you know because we are we as children of god we are considered royalty we are considered sacred we are considered loved and we are different than the world and because of that because of the goodness of God and his grace through salvation, we are to tell others about that good news and to help encourage them to receive the light that we've received. You know, as and a lot of people have said that, you know, be the light into the world, you know, speak truth, be the light, don't live in darkness and don't surround yourself with um, what the enemy is going to try to trap you into by putting you in those situations. Yeah, it's just it's it's not just a, a saying, it's a fact. Nothing good happens in the dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if your kids are out after dark, get them home. They're not doing something good. Yeah, they say nothing good happens after midnight. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I guess that's why we had to be home when the street lights came on, but most folks wouldn't know anything about that these days. Yeah. But then it goes on. I should I should have finished this in verse eleven. Uh, it says, have no part in these things that people do in, in darkness do after midnight, um, which produce nothing good. Instead, tell everyone how wrong those things are. It's actually telling us that as, as us as believers, we are to correct the, the non-believers and speak truth to the wrongdoing. Now, we do that in a loving and caring way. We, we shouldn't you know, rebuke somebody um, out, of, out of hate or out of anger. Um, it should be in a, in a, from a stature of love and grace. Just People as we call it, judge, don't judge me. 
Well, yeah. that's not judging. You can't expect the the people of the world to act like a Christian because they're not going to. They exactly. don't know anything about it. Yeah. But we are to admonish and teach and and draw and, and draw out and help uh, our brothers in a, in a loving way to understand when they are doing something that's against the word. Yeah, and it's 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 like I said, it's out of a posture of just like Jesus Christ. We are to emulate Jesus um, in the way Jesus dealt with. Other, now, Jesus did flip tables, um, and and he he did so because they you know they were um, selling you know things inside of the uh, the the church. But um, we should show people grace and love um, and understanding that you know, in a beginning phase of Christianity that in that beginning steps of their walk, that they're not going to fully understand um, what right is and what wrong is. They should, um, but it's our job to help guide them and shepherd them into a further and deeper relationship and allow the Holy Spirit to work through those things um, and help show them the truth. It's fair to say that he was furious when he did that. Yeah, he was, he was furious. <laughs> yeah, and we've actually talked about that previously. You know, that yeah, anger exactly. is not necessarily sin. Um, your actions from that anger can become sin, but the emotion of anger itself is actually not sin. That's yeah. it's purely normal. So, and we've got here uh, Romans twelve two: Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The only way you can renew your mind is through the word, through the truth, you know, yep. because when we get saved, it's our spirit that's born again. But the mind, the soul, it is the part that has to be fed the word and, and renewed. I can't think of any other word renewed daily because it's, it's not the part of you that's, that's redeemed. It's actually part that you have to, to truly fight against. Well, it's like your hands. You wash them after, you, you know, I mean, you use it all the time. So it's got to be renewed all the time. It's like washing your hands. Every time you do such, you, you want to wash your hands. I mean, mm -hmm. got to keep it fresh, cleaned up. Exactly. Yeah, otherwise they'll smell like your armpits. <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> no, I did it. We didn't, uh, hear it. we didn't hear it. It ain't working. <laughs> it ain't working. I'm sure they can hear it. You can't hear it. I'm, it's coming through. No, it's not. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> Somebody give us thumbs up or thumbs down. Can you? If you hear can it? hear the drum beat, oh, you know what? It's not because. <laughs> Brother, I wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> He's speaking the truth right here. He's speaking the truth. Here, how about now? There you, there you go. go. All right. Oh, goodness. I'm going to have to tell that audio engineer that he's he's going to have to find a new job. Well, he went on vacation. I mean, you know, what can I say? It takes a couple of weeks to get back in the swing of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we like to have fun. Uh, and, you know, obviously we like to laugh and and we always make the joke about um, opinions are like armpits and buttholes, as I say. Um, everybody's got one and they all stink. So um, that's why we have to equip the, the belt of truth and uh, be able to determine whose armpits stink worse than others. So. <laughs> there you go. So, all right. So what else you got, James? I know you've got a lot of notes there and... Uh, I'm, I'm encouraging you to speak the truth from the word. You better come out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even in notes. Yeah, he, he got out of his notes, so he looks at me and says, you need to come up with something quick. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hit this drum so many times before it becomes uh, out of whack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let's see, where were you at? So we, while you're looking that up, James, I'm going to speak uh, louder with what we were talking about with the light, right? So we talked about being the light. 
Um, and when we speak truth and equip the belt of truth that, um, you know, the light pierces through the darkness. And actually in, um, in Ephesians, again, 9 through 11, it says this light produces every kind of goodness, right living and truth. And no part in the things that people do in darkness, you know, they, they just don't produce anything good. Um, and so I love what it says, though, it produces every kind of right living and of course the truth so um you know we want to express goodness to others we want to uh, encourage others we want to obviously know the difference between living right according to god's will and living wrong according to god's will um and then understanding the truth and so i love that verse and i think it's just it's it's just incredibly powerful to to hear it portrayed that way and I think the biggest thing for me in, in all of this, talking about the belt and knowing the truth is we know the truth. We try and, and stick to the truth. We'd be an example of the truth, both knowing it and doing it. And as far as being peculiar, um, we've got to live in this world that God's put us in. And we've got to get, we've got to interact with everybody. Um, and I think in interacting, like, well, like I said earlier, what a friend we have in Jesus. You know, had Jesus been, well, I mean, he got, he got ridiculed anyway, but his disciples and the crowds he drew, he didn't do that being peculiar. He did that being friendly, being truthful, being uh, passionate, um, making people feel um you know that he was genuine that he cared that he that they were important to him mm. so we have to do the same thing i mean i think i mean that's part of it we go out and if we're going to be disciples we don't go out you know with our nose in the air catching raindrops mm. uh, we want to uh blend in but stand out you know what i mean yeah and the thing is we're not going to grow the kingdom of god by living in ivory towers <laughs> no we can't run them off if we're trying to bring them in <laughs> yeah exactly um so Jesus video too, uh, one thing i wanted to touch on and sort of what it talks about equipping the belt of truth is in defensive against false teachers and uh in second john it says, and I'm going to reference this to the real world today, actually. I read an article this week, and I thought this was so powerful. But in 2 John verse uh, 1, verse 7, it says, Many false teachers are in the world now. They refuse to say that Jesus Christ came to earth and became a man. Anyone who refuses to accept this fact is a false teacher and an enemy of Christ. And it's so interesting. I don't know if you guys have seen in the real world today, but actually China is actually in the process of using AI to rewrite the Bible yeah, and to completely contradict everything that the Bible says and claim that as truth. And, you know, I've, I've done recent studies um, with Christianity in the world. Um, and if you really look into it, it's amazing to see God at work because Christianity, believe it or not, and every single country outside of the United States is actually growing. Um, new believers are happening and conversions are happening every single day that people are coming to know Jesus and that the there is true uh, enactment of the Great Commission and that's happening in China despite this effort. And a matter of fact, I think China is reacting to this because of the fact that they're seeing the movement of God and they're trying to contradict that um and so we have to be on guard against that um and go ahead well just talking about china um it's been many years ago since the statistic was put out so it's probably uh more now than than it was when when i heard and, and was learning about it but they say something like twenty-eight thousand a day give their life to the lord in china even though they're risking going to prison 
and, and, and all kind of persecution. Yeah. And if you think oh. about the population there, though, mm-hmm. like a trillion people, I don't know what they got. <laughs> you figure 28,000 a day out of a trillion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a really small percentage. But you also look at the other example of ISIS and, and those guys that are mm-hmm. coming up with stories about see, actually seeing Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, Muslims, yeah. and Muslims, James, I'm so glad you actually brought up Islam because out of the, all the religions that are in the world, um, that the things that separate um, Christianity and Islam from all the rest of the religion, Buddhism and all that is that Christianity and Islam are both evangelical. So what that means is that people are actually evangelizing to actually spread the faith, whereas the other ones are not so much in doing that. And so when it comes to Islam versus Christianity, you see like, especially in the world today that Christianity is growing and Islam is growing as well. And it's really, if you think about it, they're complete opposites, mm-hmm. they're complete opposites well, in faith. And in, in just, that's why you need to know the word. That's why you need to be deep in the word so that uh, you're, you're not fed a bunch of, of, of lies because Muslims will tell you, we believe the Old Testament. I think it's like the first five books of the, of the Bible. They'll tell you they believe Jesus lived. They'll tell you they believed he was the son of God. They'll tell you all of this stuff, but then they'll tell you that this is how you have to get to heaven, that Jesus was not the way. Yeah. This is the difference in, in, in Christianity and Islam is exactly what mom is saying here. It goes back to Isaac and Ishmael. Isaac was promised and Ishmael was not. Yep. Jesus was promised to come through Isaac. Yep. Yeah. And the other thing too, is like, we have to put on um, the belt of truth in order to, you know, as Christians protect our flocks. Um, and it's, you know, as good shepherds um, that, you know, as far as from pastoral standpoint that, you know, it talks about in Acts 20, it says, I know that after I leave, some men will come into your group and they will be like wild wolves and try to destroy the flock. So we have to be on guard against that type of situation as well. But when it comes to the body of Christ and understanding that the enemy is going to do whatever he can to to just seek, destroy and kill like that's that's his motivation and de- deception, deception, destroy and kill. And we have to be on guard against that. We have to protect our hearts. We have to protect our minds. And the way we do that is um, it starts by with the belt of truth and putting on the full armor of God daily. Exactly. Daily. Yeah. You never be prepared enough. (laughs) Yeah. So. We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, we're seeing a lot of great comments, um, and we really appreciate the interaction. Uh, you guys more than happy to continue to join in the conversation. If you guys have thoughts on um, what this, what the belt of truth means to you, if you'd like to speak truth from God's word of what the Holy Spirit's laid on your heart, we'd love to hear that. And then, of course, if you have prayer requests, uh, if you're struggling in this time and you're, you're confused and uh, you just don't know, which direction to go, or you don't know what the truth is. Uh, we want to encourage you. We want to help you. Um, and we want to, we are here for you and through the power of prayer and through the power of the Holy spirit and through the power of God's word, um, he will speak truth. He will uh, show you the truth. He is the way, the truth, the life. And uh, all through him, uh, we are able to do what we do. And we lean on the Holy spirit every single day and um, put on the belt of truth every single day and we want to we want to see all of everyone that's watching this now online or later uh, listening to the podcast uh, we would absolutely want to ensure that they are able to use the same tools and resources as believers that we do as well and speaking of the podcast um i do want to mention too that we do have our kindergarten christians podcast all of our episodes are recorded and put onto a podcast so if you missed a part of tonight's episode and you want to go back and re-listen to it uh, you can look it up on all the major platforms um, following the QR code that's shown on the screen or um, going to Anchor FM 
kindergarten Christians. Uh, look up on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, whatever the case may be. It's a totally free resource. Uh, we just want to share the word of God and, uh, and be able to spread the gospel. And so we encourage you guys to um, go back and listen um, and share it with your friends and sh spread the word of God um, just as we're doing here this evening. So we got any good, anything good? Yeah, we're having technical difficulties again. Turn your Wi-Fi off. You I'm about to turn my Wi-Fi off and see if it'll help. We're, we're about to swap providers, so maybe this issue will go away. No, that's for the TV, honey. We're stuck with the Wi-Fi we have. It is? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I had to turn my phone off so the computer would work. Well, they say, James, when, you know, when you're in the eye of the storm, just focus on Jesus. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> who needs email? We got an email, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing you. I know you guys have had a lot of storms here recently. Um, so, yeah, but we're not having any tonight. What's up with that? Yeah. Well, somebody is. Somebody made comments about, about some storms, so. Praying oh, for you, uh, Florida. Okay. That's Jillian. First time she ever been in here. Hey, Jill. Miss you. Love you. Glad to see that you're on here as well. And yeah, uh, we got uh, Elisa's in there. They uh, they need some prayers for their babies and for them. They lost a what would be a piece of their family uh, this morning. Uh, mm their pet, the family pet that's been around since before the babies were around. I hated to hear that. Yeah, that's that's always sad. We unfortunately had the Ashley's a dog that she had had since for like 13 years. Um, yeah, we had to put her down earlier this year and then we got a new puppy and that created a terror. Yeah, so. <laughs> I thought we got that dog trained though. Finally got a trade. So it's amazing what a hot dog will do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've got one now that you have to wrap his medicine and bread bread or whatever yeah but uh yeah and uh let's see mom's uh, in there she says uh the more of god's armor you put on and the more you're able to she says the more of god's armor you put on the more you're able to stand against the powers of darkness that come against you yeah. And as time goes on, we're going to get fully dressed. We're going to start with the belt and move up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so one thing I do want to read um, is sort of um, ending our conversation about this, and then we'll jump into prayer requests and uh, sort of wrapping up because we're at the 45 minute mark. But uh, I want to read from third John uh, chapter one, where the apostle Paul writes a letter to his dear friend Gaius and it talks about uh, Gaius in the New Testament, and it is in a, it words of encouragement uh, to Gaius for walking in the truth. And um, it's really the only letter that's in Third John. So uh, it's re it's really uh, the interpretation. What I love about uh, the the letters uh, from the Apostle Paul is that they're just so encouraging. They provide a lot of clarity and guidance to the other believers that were in that time. Um, and we're able to use those words of encouragement to encourage others. So I'm going to read um, a lot of this to you guys and uh, hope you guys find it encour as encouraging I did as I did when it comes to uh, the belt of truth. So he says, my dear friend, I know that you are doing well spiritually. So I pray that everything else is going well with you and that you are enjoying good health. Some believers came and told me about the truth in your life. They told me that you continue to follow the way of truth. This made me very happy. It always gives me greatest joy when I hear my children are following the way of truth. My dear friend, it is good that you continue to help believers. They are people you don't even know. They told the church about the love you have. Please help them continue their trip. Help them in a way that will please God. They went on their trip to serve Christ. They did not accept any help from who those who are not believers, so we should help them. 
when we help them, we share with their work for the truth. And and then it goes on to further warn Gaius about uh, diatrephes. I don't know if I pronounced that right or not. But it says, I wrote a letter to the church, but Diotrephes will not listen to what we say. He always wants to be the leader. When I come, I will talk to him about what he's doing. He lies and says evil things about us. That is not all. He refuses to welcome and help the believers who travel there, and he will not let others help them. If they do, he stops them from meeting with the church anymore. He says, my dear friend, don't follow what is bad. Follow what is good. Whoever does what is good from God, but whoever does evil has never known God. And the letter goes on. But what I want to encourage everyone here and what he's telling Gaius is that he's encouraging him and, and praising him for walking in the truth and praising him for continuing his efforts in spreading the gospel and that's the way I believe that the Holy Spirit and God looks down upon us is when we face those situations where we're faced against, you know, speaking truth or, or living in the lie, that when we stand on God's word and we stand in the truth, it pleases God to a joyous amount uh, of joy and happiness and pleasure. Um, and that's what he's encouraging Gaius to do is to continue to help those that are spreading the gospel, people that he doesn't even know, um, and to be able to encourage them to speak truth and to follow the ways of the good and not follow the ways of the bad. And honestly, I, I think of exactly what we're doing right here in this moment with kindergarten Christians uh, when I read that letter. is There's a lot of people on here that I've never met and probably never will meet. Um, but we are just speaking the truth and in, in equipping the belt of truth to share and encourage just as the Apostle Paul was encouraging Gaius. And uh, we want to be that encouragement to you. We want to be that source of truth um, to help you determine what is right and what is wrong. Go ahead, Judy. Well, and before we get into uh, prayer requests and stuff, I did notice a, a, a this note here that uh, went right along with what you were saying. I have a David Jeremiah study Bible. So, I mean, I, a lot of his notes were really, really good. And he says here, the word truth appears seven times in this short letter. The truth is not something to be intellectually assimilated. It is the knowledge that fills and clothes a Christian's life. Gaius not only walked in the truth, but reached out with it by opening his home and meeting the needs of others all who walk in the truth know it but not all who know it walk in it mm. that's a that's a sobering point that's deep ain't it <laughs> that is a very deep thought yeah yeah that is a very deep thought and thank you for sharing that that's that just put the icing on the cake for what what we had going on there so yeah yeah so, all right. Anything else you got, James or Jody? We can jump into prayer requests. If anybody's got any questions about the belt of truth, throw them out there. We'll see what we can do. I got one more scripture for you guys, and then we can go move forward. Hold that thought. <laughs> John four twenty four. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship him. Mm. Spirit and in truth amen you know i've recited that verse over and over and over and over again um, and it is absolutely true because um that is how with the belt of truth um also and maybe we can talk about this some other time but i've been reading a lot about this about the manifestation of the holy spirit the bible talks about the manifestation of the holy spirit comes through worshiping him in spirit and in truth and if you're not worshiping him in spirit and truth then you're not going to see the manifestation in the presence of the holy spirit um so it's absolutely true and it's so important um that we not only because and maybe i've said this maybe i haven't but worship is a lifestyle uh it's not just 
you know, singing songs and or singing hymns or praying. It's it's a combination, a culminating event of a daily walk with Christ. And so therefore, when you walk with God in spirit and truth and you're equipping the belt of truth, then you're also equipping the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's where it goes hand in hand with this the sword of the spirit, which we'll get into later. Um, but equipping those those two pieces um, in spirit and in truth is incredibly important. So, good job. Yeah, awesome, awesome conversation. Got a little deep tonight. I'm, I'm glad to see that we're going deeper. Um, I think as we progress, it's going to get a lot deeper. Yeah, I think so too. It's and it's extremely important that we don't hesitate and shy away from that. Um, the Holy Spirit wants us to go deeper in, in our relationship with him. And, you know, we need to go deeper in our conversations as well. And sometimes when you go deeper, um, you don't always have the answers, but the Holy Spirit ten, tends to speak truth in those moments. So. So what are your prayer requests? Uh, we want to hear them. Uh, we want to pray for you. Uh, we want to give you guys encouragement as we enter this next week. Uh, we want to encourage you to equip the belt of truth start with your daily devotional time with god and just ask god to say god please just show me the way show me the truth and show me how to be the light and uh, we want to encourage you all to do that and so how can we pray for you what's on your heart um and what is god saying to you in this moment uh, if you're a new believer we are so glad you're here um, this is what this group is about, is about encouraging new believers, um, people that have been walking with Christ for a long time. We're all community of Christians. We are not a church. We are a group of fellow believers, and uh, we are just so glad you're here. And I want to especially uh, welcome Rags. Uh, I've heard Rags, I've heard a lot about you uh, through my brother James, and uh, awesome to see you here joining us this evening, um, and glad that you're participating in the conversation and we want to encourage you, brother, um, to continue your walk with Christ and just to dig into God's word and uh, allow him to speak truth into your life, um, no matter what the circumstances are. So. Uh, Jill's asked for prayer. They got a lot going on. Their septic system needs to be fixed. And she's asking for healing and, and prayer for their finances. Absolutely. And, uh, a few weeks ago, I asked you guys to pray for a little girl named Riley Faith. She's home with Jesus. So tonight I would like to ask for folks to pray for her family. Yeah. Speaking of that, I have a praise, a big praise um, that I want to share. I shared a couple of weeks ago that um, our former pastor, his grandson, Isaac, um, was diagnosed with leukemia. Um, and this kid is nine years old. And uh, it was a very very tough time for the family but the praise be to god that uh, they just did a recent uh, bone scan and there's no leukemia uh, found in his bone marrow whatsoever so that's Thank a good to god he's got um, to finish up a couple more rounds of of chemotherapy or radiation or something like that um, but it's it, god's healing hand is upon him and god is going to do amazing things through him and we're just so thankful for that because god truth be known power of healing and through Jesus name is a real thing. Uh, I've seen it too many times to, to even doubt it. Um, and so if you need healing, just to, I would encourage you, you have to believe it. We can pray healing for you, but you have to believe it and you have to pray it over yourself as well and equip that power of the Holy spirit upon you and ask God for it. Don't hesitate. Um, don't don't hesitate to ask God to heal you. Don't hesitate to ask God for whatever you need. He knows your needs. He knows your concerns. He knows your wants. He knows your desires. He knows your heart. Um, but do not hesitate to ask. As if you ask, you shall receive. So in Jesus name, we're declaring healing this evening. Um, and we're just so glad that um, you guys joined us this evening. And we want to encourage you this week uh, and join in every week. Um, if you're not able to join on Friday evenings, listen to it on the podcast. Um, it's going to be a great series as we talk further more about the armor of God and what a great conversation just about the belt, belt of truth. I, I think yeah. It's been awesome. What I just sent you was just a 
a little reminder because it's going to get thick. You see it there? Mm-hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> I'd also like to ask for prayers for one of our friends who I don't think made it in here tonight, but may have. Oh, I haven't seen him. Um, Mr. Clarence is what we're going to call him. Okay. Who, uh, he's been a friend of ours for about five years now. Uh, has had a really, really rough road for the last three years. Um, his wife left him, took his kid, hadn't been able to see his kid. In and out of court. Uh, just awful battle. Yeah. Um, I just found out not before last, that he's been diagnosed with MS and uh, financially struggling, awful, 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 awful situation right now. Mm -hmm. So for him, we're just going to say Clarence, and for right now, uh, healing, uh, faith, uh, what all can we say about that? Just for God to reach in his life and, and speak into first his spirit and then speak into what he needs. And, uh, yeah, so tomorrow we've got, uh, I don't know if she's still on here, but Miss Dorothy and her husband, Lewis, is going to meet with him. We're going to chat with him a while and, and see where he's at and hopefully help him out a little bit. Yeah. And, the Holy Spirit gives you guys the words um, in order to speak the truth, um, and it, which I'm fully confident that you will, um, that the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you in those conversations and uh, just be just be encouraging, loving and show them grace. And that's the thing is like we got to be able to, you know, show everybody grace uh, just as Jesus showed us, because um, it's through that undeserved grace that we are saved. Uh, we didn't deserve it. We couldn't earn it. There's nothing that we can do um, to get ourselves to heaven. Uh, that never could be accomplished. That was proven in the Old Testament um, with the law that came down from Moses, and no one was able to live up to that. So that's why Jesus came, and through that amazing grace of our Heavenly Father, um, so we're able to, you know, through the Holy, have the Holy Spirit and have Jesus Christ live with us. And uh, what an amazing gift that is um and it's not to be um taken for granted i think a lot of times that you know when we're struggling especially um that we can take that gift for granted and and uh second guess that gift but the, the truth of the matter is is that uh, god's promises never fail and uh though you may be going through a difficult season in your life just know that there's light at the end of the tunnel um that and when you trust in god uh, that test that you're going through in that season becomes a testimony and uh, it becomes a powerful tool that God can use to encourage others and bring others to know him as their personal savior. So I think we've said it before. We just all, we become complacent. We're just yeah. comfortable and, and we expect everything's going to be this way. And then just, in the blink of an eye, things change and you're wondering what happened, <laughs> you know? And I can tell you, I can't tell you the number of times where um, I thought that a certain situation was going to turn out in the way that I planned it. And God had a completely different plan. And, you know, the thing I've learned is that God's plan is always better. Um, it's always for the good, not for the bad. Um, and that if we just trust it, and trust the process, trust the uh, trust the season and trust the path and relying on on God to fulfill his promises that it'll end up better than we ever could have imagined. And seeing that firsthand, um, you mentioned court. <laughs> I've been in court so many times. <laughs> it's not even funny, um, you know, and had my character and um, my faith and everything else um, put out there. And, you know, it's a tough season. Um, just speaking from a testimonial standpoint, but I stand here today and can tell you that um, by the grace of God and his amazing goodness, it turned out way better than I ever thought it would. So. Yeah.
So sometimes when you quit trying to fix it yourself. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. The Holy Spirit will a lot of times put us in a situation where we have to become dependent on him. We have to understand that we cannot be in control that of our, our lives, that we are in submission under God and we're not slaves as we were as slaves of sin, but we are willingly submitting under the power and authority of the Holy Spirit and God to and fully dependent on him to fulfill uh, those promises. And that can be challenging for some people, especially, you know, people that like to have control. Uh, proud people, people. That, proud huh? people, proud people. Yeah. Pride comes before a fall. Yeah, that's true. I can handle so, it. I don't need anybody's help. Yeah. So let's go to the Lord in prayer and uh, we'll we'll uh, wrap it up for this evening. And like I said, we'll look forward to uh, next week's conversation where we're going to be digging in. What's the next conversation, James? What's what's the teaser for next week? The breastplate. Yeah. Huh? I said I'm not there. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So join us I next week. Off. <laughs> no, you're good. Join us next week as we continue the armor of God. We're going to talk about the breastplate uh, and how that can correlates with the belt of truth and uh, how they're connected, actually. Um, and that's going to be something that's going to be really fun to talk about as well. So uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this evening. God, thank you so much for speaking truth um, and just your Holy Spirit, just guiding and leading the conversation. Um, God, we put our trust and confidence in, in you to lead us and guide us each and every week. Um, these are not our words. These are your words. Uh, we're just doing your will, God. And uh, we thank you for leading and guiding us. Uh, God, as we go into this week, give us the ability to fully equip the tools and resources of the armor of God that you have provided to us through your word allow us to en enable the uh, belt of truth and in any circumstance or any situation that we're faced with this week that challenges that Lord, uh, we just pray that you would provide discernment and speak truth into it and that we would attentively listen to your word attentively listen to the holy spirit and uh to understand the difference between the truth and the enemy and the lies God, the world is a very dark place, it seems like, in this world today, unfortunately. And we just know that the end is coming. Uh, and we anticipate the return of, of Jesus the King. And we anticipate whatever th that time may come. We do not know. We may never know. Uh, but, Lord, we are just trusting that you will allow us and guide us to fully understand um, how we can grow and develop and, and fully become dependent on you, God, uh, and see the true fruit uh, and blessing and favor that you have in store for us as your children. And we just declare in Jesus' name this evening, Lord, that you would provide healing to Jill and just provide uh, means and resources to have those things fixed, God, uh, that they're dealing with, and just to alleviate the stress, give them peace and comfort, uh, and just knowing that you are in control of it, you have a plan, and that you are a good God, and, and you are a powerful God, and it's just a wonderful Savior, and by your grace, God, no matter how, how short we come up uh, and fall, Lord, that you always are there to pick us up and guide us and lead us and love on us, and we just thank you for that. God, there's also unspoken requests this evening. Um, just pray that you would guide James in their conversation, uh, that you would help them lead um, Clarence to come to know you in a deeper relationship, God, and that you would just show through James and through them the love and grace and mercy uh, that Jesus Christ has bestowed upon us. God, we love you and thank you so much for this evening. We can look forward to next week and continuing the conversation on the armor of God and be with us and guide us and lead us and let us go out into the world and be the light in your name, the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Well, you guys have a great week. Enjoy uh, the weekend and hopefully everybody stays safe and uh, 
equip the armor of truth, or armor of God, the belt of truth, this week. And we will see you next Friday at 8.30 p.m. See y'all later. See ya.